good Monday morning, everyone. It is September the 27th. And here's a question for you. Do you know you have been born again? One of the most famous lies that cross our minds is that the reason we cannot stop looking at porn and using it to escape from the issues in our life is because, well, we must not be saved. Maybe I'm not born again. Surely if we were truly saved, then we would not be struggling with this for years, nor fallen as far as we've fallen if we were truly saved. So how does one know for sure that they're truly saved? Well, let's begin by defining the word saved and what it actually means. We can learn from the teaching of Jesus to Nick at night in John 3 what Jesus said must happen if one will enter the kingdom of heaven. Jesus said, quote, Very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. Now, notice carefully what Jesus does not say. He does not say People will see the kingdom of God if they're good enough or have obeyed the Ten Commandments or have not become addicted to sexual sin or any kind of sin. If sin were to keep us from being born again, then nobody would be saved because Romans 3.23 tells us, For all have sinned and all fall short of the glory of God. So get it? Everybody sins. Every person ever born has sinned, except Jesus. So if sin keeps everyone out of heaven, then it would be very empty. Still just Jesus and the Father and the Spirit allowed in and damning every person to hell because, nope, I'm sorry, you blew it. You did a double take at the cleavage of the bank teller and fantasized about her that night and another one bites the dust and will feel the flames. So salvation is never anything that anyone can ever earn by having their good works counterbalance their bad deeds. There is no scorecard, and if you shoot par, then you're in. But in God's perfect world, the only scorecard that would get you in is a hole-in-one on every hole. Nobody is ever saved by being good enough. Because good enough is being perfect and never committing one sin. However, Jesus said, that one must be born again. And just to clarify for Nick, because he's sitting there imagining what it'd be like to crawl back into his mother's womb, Jesus says to him, to enter the kingdom of heaven, we must be born twice. Born physically, as we all have been, and born spiritually, or born of the Spirit. So if one is born spiritually, they will see the kingdom of heaven, period. Notice that Jesus did not say one must be born again and live a holy enough life. 
when my four children were born, I was there. And from their conception till their birth, they became members of our family and remain so because they're born to us. Uh, It's not based on anything they might or might not do because for a while, all they did was poop, pee, cry, eat, and sleep. However, they were unconditionally loved and forever members of our family because my wife and I are their parents. They were created in her and born to us. You know, the same is true for those of us who have been born again by the Spirit of God. Being born again does not mean we enter into a conditional arrangement with God and that if we are good enough, we stay in his family. But if not, we are out. We are unsaved, excommunicated, and our relationship with God is over forever. No, you won't find that taught in the Bible. My friends, we're saved by grace through faith in Jesus, and our salvation is not conditional. It is never hanging in the balance of if we are and remain good enough. Remember Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. In Christ Jesus our Lord, the gift of God. Salvation is the gift of God. And that gift is eternal life in heaven with Jesus Christ our Lord. But we tend to think that if we're saved, then we certainly must stop sinning or at least be growing in our obedience to God. Well, that that would make sense. And that is what we should be working on, not in order to keep our free gift, because if we turn out to be a dud or a sex addict, God surely misjudged us and must not have seen that one coming. So now you want to negate not only salvation by grace alone, but now you're concluding that God must not be all-knowing and he did not see your sexual addiction coming. Sorry, But that is impossible for the one who knows all things and has always known all things. Now, here's the bottom line. If anyone is saved or not saved, have you placed your faith or do you believe in Jesus Christ, who was the Son of God, who became a man? He died on the cross and was resurrected. And his death was God's payment for all your sins. If you've come to believe that and ask Jesus to be your Savior from your sins, then you have every reason to believe that you have been born again by the Spirit of God and are eternally a member born again into the family of God. By the way, Jesus said something else to Nick at night in that discussion that we are often reminded of at professional sporting events. Someone holds up that sign, right? John 3.16. Well, what does John 3.16 say? It, it, 
It's Jesus. And he says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, and whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Now, there are some things that we should see happening in the life of a Christian, which would indicate that they have been born again. There are some things that you should be feeling and experiencing because you're now a member of God's family and have the Spirit of God dwelling inside of your body. And one of those things is you don't want to continue in your addiction to sexual sin. You want to be holy, but you lust for sex and porn. Well, actually, that that's not really true. We want to be holy because we're new creations in Christ. However, we lust because of our old sin nature or our flesh that is still in us and the reality that we are constantly surrounded by sexual temptation, but that's another topic for another day. So have you and are you trusting in Christ and his death on the cross as payment for all your sins? Believing that he died, and rose again because he is God, and that his death has paid for all of your sins. Listen, my friends, that is the essence of the gospel. And no, it doesn't make sense because it is the gospel of grace. We'll talk a little more on this tomorrow. God bless you, my friends. Have a great day in the Lord, and we'll talk soon. Take care, and goodbye.